from the tip to the about midway through the top chapter. almost <laughs> tip like, to the top tip to the top tip to the top <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's so weird but it was like a two-headed cobra you know right. <laughs> <laughs> i made i may cut this out of the episode that might not be a terrible plan <laughs> <laughs> probably don't need that in this yeah episode, i'll make right? a note at like 32 minutes to cut it <laughs> Everybody and welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about The Office. I'm Subi. I'm Madison. And I'm Jamie. And it's just the three of us this week. Um, Bethany so- and Justin's computer is still not working. Yeah. Although the part is in the way, on the way, in the air, on the way <laughs> to their so, apartment, so, so they can fix it. So hopefully next week we will have a mostly full team or a full team again. And so. we were supposed to have a guest star today, but because of we the were. freakish blizzard in new york city she was not able to make it to jamie's apartment Aww. yeah the bomb whatever they're calling it yeah the <laughs> bomb cyclone <laughs> yes. which i don't agree with that terminology <laughs> <Right>. for a <laughs> storm seems... but right um, yeah i feel like winter cyclone would have sufficed <laughs> probably it didn't need to have the word bomb in it well they have to make things sound scarier than they are <laughs> well i guess yep. <laughs> Anything. So there's a lot of ice out in the weather. So let's <laughs> yeah. break it. Nice. So I, I did like a like there's... a segue into the thing that makes us say, seg- "Oh man, this man. is like it's like a segue sandwich." You're a, you're a genius. It's like a segue inception. You said ice in the weather though, so I feel like that detracts from it just a little bit. It doesn't though. <laughs> <laughs> I just disagree with it. <laughs> Okay, so um, for our question this week. for our question this week, um, if you could play any instrument, any musical instrument, which instrument would it be and why? And wasn't there a part two to? The oh question? yeah, and like, what genre of music do you like that's a little unusual that a lot of maybe a lot of other people don't like? Okay. 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 I feel like if I could pick any instrument and be like super good at it without having to put any effort into having gotten to that point (laughs) just like wake up tomorrow morning and be super great at this instrument i would choose the harmonica because it has a lot of range of sound to it and it's super portable so you can just like put it in your purse and like pull it out and play it wherever the hell you want and it also kind of has like a sad kind of melancholy nostalgic kind of feel to playing the harmonica that i enjoy i can see that and it kind of ties into um some of the music that i like that maybe other people don't i'm like blues traveler i like like bluegrass and like Uh um some folk music um the decemberists actually he plays the harmonica a lot in some of his songs and i think it's just lovely yeah (laughs) oh but um (laughs) Sorry about that guy. <laughs> it is lovely. Have you heard of... Let me open my phone so I can look at the person's name because I forgot okay. it already. I might have shared it with you back in the day, but... This is not heard... a great call out if you've already forgotten this person. <laughs> Hold on, I'm finding him. Um, there's a guy, I, I think of him because he uses a lot of... Um, uh, oh, it's a band called City and Color. Have you ever listened to them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. introduced me to City and Color. Yeah. So then there's a lot of harmonica in that too. And 
that's very like calming yeah. peaceful type music but also melancholy yeah. i like i mean i like i like calming harmonica tunes but i also like like the really super upbeat kind of harmonica yeah. that like you can get sometimes ones. like i like mm-hmm. all of the range of the harmonica yeah i don't think that there's any bad music <laughs> that can be played from a harmonica I, I actually have a harmonica but i, <laughs> I thought can't you play did, yeah. it yeah i can't play it well, I mean, can I can on it. blow into it and make it make noise, but I can't actually <laughs> play a real tune. Well, that's it. half the battle. Yeah, you <laughs> should make that your New Year's resolution. To learn how to play the harmonica. It's yeah. probably super or to difficult. play, like, a song on the harmonica. Make it realistic. You know? I could probably play, like, Jingle Bells. <laughs> hey. It's out of season now, but... <laughs> you can apparently play it without even the harmonica. <laughs> You know what I was picturing in my head as I was playing that was Nightmare Before Christmas where he's playing it on oh, the yeah. um like a saxophone or something the the, the squeeze thing harmonium a bagpipe the no, but it accordion the accordion oh. Oh, thank you <laughs> the squeeze thing it's like I don't remember anyone playing a bagpipe don't you remember that scene in Nightmare I do yeah, yeah 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 and it's like yeah it's like terrible that would be me like totally off tune playing it yeah cool but, um, so right. harmonica that's my answer Jamie what is yours oh um I think I throughout my my life I've wanted to play a number of different instruments like I love the way the cello sounds I think the cello is so calming and, and like a very beautiful instrument, but it's not terribly practical in terms of like if I were to wake up tomorrow and have one instrument that I could play amazingly, right. I think I would probably default and take something like the guitar because mm-hmm. in the way that the harmonica is very sort of um, like you, it, it can produce a bunch of different types of versatile, music. Yeah. versatile is the word. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> the versatility <laughs> of the guitar is something that that is is very good and the thing that i like about instruments like the guitar or like ukulele or things that are actually like not as portable as a harmonica but definitely still portable is like you could be that person at a party who's like oh we're all feeling like we want to sing some tunes let me go get my guitar <laughs> right, you know? yeah. like i've been in, at a number of parties where that happens and it's always real fun so if i yeah. could actually do that and... you could be like andy and just store your banjo in your car and you I can could. go and collect it to serenade potential love interests i could yes see there are all sorts of uses for these types of instruments um but yeah so the guitar is something that i would like to work on and hopefully it's been my New Year's resolution for like six years to learn oh, how to play well. it. So I think it's been your New Year's resolution for longer than that. Probably but... true. Probably since <laughs> high school. Yeah. Um, so I own one and I'm looking at it now. So I just need to actually play it. Um, <laughs> just like staring it down in the corner of your room. Right. Well, the thing that with me is like every time I get interested in, in any sort of instrument, I like do it and then I can play like very rough things sometimes. But then I put it down for six months and then forget everything <laughs> that I taught myself. Um, but yeah, and then in terms of like types of music that I like that other people might not, um, I, that have the guitar, again, I, I, I identify also with like the bluegrass folk stuff. Um, but I also, I don't know what you would call like, um, Sigur Ross and, uh, what's that oh. one band that we that you introduced us oh, to Madison. Um, are you talking about the, just the instrumental one? Yeah. The, exp- the explosions in the sky and yeah. the sailor. Both of the them. sailor. Yeah. So those things like that too, I really enjoy. And I know they're not sort of for everyone, but I find that stuff really calming. And if you're 
for me, I always like to work with music playing yeah. um, or I need some sort of background noise. If I'm just sitting in silence, it's very, it, I just don't do anything um, <laughs> or I'm too tempted maybe to sleep or something. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> like, if, like this evening, <laughs> like this evening, um, to be fair, this evening I was falling asleep as I was watching documentaries about Princess Diana, but you <laughs> oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you do, as you do, uh, but yeah, so it'd be cool to learn to play the guitar. Um, I think I would like to learn how to play the 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 banjo. The banjo, okay, yeah, like Andy. The banjo has such a such a sweet and beautiful sound. I would love yeah. it so much if you could play. Yeah. The banjo. If you played the banjo and Madison played the harmonica, you guys are like basically a folk band. Yeah, we have we have our own band at that right. point. Yeah, like, and I especially love the combination of uh, banjo, uh, fiddle, mm. a mandolin, and yeah. um, maybe like a guitar. Mm. Yeah, like that combination. Oh, and uh, harmonized vocals. What about like a harmonica. Ooh, harmonica and <laughs> harmonized vocals. Like it's just you. You basically can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and um, but also. Uh, I would like to learn it, but I would want to put in zero effort. Like, I just want to <laughs> right. learn, know how to do it without putting yeah. in effort. Well, yeah, I assume that's how this question works. Yeah. Was like, yeah. <laughs> you could just wake up tomorrow and know, like, at expert level how to play an instrument. You know, right. there was a guy who got hit by lightning, and then, like, the next day he was like, you know, I got to start playing the piano. And a month uh-huh. la- later, he was, like, like, one of the best piano players in the world. Like, someone I'm... who... I. <laughs> go ahead yours yours probably actually pertains to what Subi was going to say oh, it mine's does. a little off topic so go ahead jamie i was going to say like i wonder for people like who, who that happens to or you've heard stories of people getting into an accident or having some sort of head trauma and waking up speaking a different language and stuff mm-hmm. surely you must have at least at some point have had some sort of experience with either that instrument or that language in youth and then it was just like blocked off because i find it hard to conceptualize that like somehow you could just intake a new thing yeah like maybe with the piano like maybe something triggered something that you can more easily break down sort of like the mechanics of of playing and and feel more comfortable with that but like i find it very suspect that it's just right yeah yeah well, what if I was so, going to say... It's a glitch, maybe, in the Matrix. I don't know. Maybe. I was going to say, I have a cousin who, he can, like, listen to a piano mm. piece that is played by, like, you know, like, Mozart playing a recording of it or something, and then sit down and play it without any sheet music. Oh, that's crazy. Just from, like, memory, and he can play it perfectly, but he can't read music at all. He has, like, if right. he put sheet music in front of him, he can't play it. Oh, but if he amazing. hears a recording, even if it's not, yeah. like, a song that's completely piano, you know, it can be yeah. any song he can play like a piano rendition of it perfectly really beautifully but he can't read music at all yeah that's amazing there's something also just like beautiful about the piano too Mm -hmm. like uh why weren't we we musical folks guys why didn't we learn how to play an instrument in high school i know right Uh, for me it was because you had to like buy it and i couldn't afford that same yeah yeah I remember having a conversation with my mom because I think it was in elementary school, like the high schooler or maybe the middle schoolers came over and they were like, you should learn to play an instrument. And then like did a little sort of like sample of the different sounds and stuff like that. And I was like, mom, I really want to play like the violin or something ridiculous. And maybe it was the flute. I can't remember, but it was either the flute or the violin. 
and she was like, yeah, we don't have the money for that. So yeah. I don't think I ever uh, asked my mom if I could play an instrument. I think I just kind of knew that it yeah. wasn't going to happen. <laughs> it just wasn't an option. <laughs> right. I also don't, though, like, the trope is that everyone learns how to play, like, the key, or not the keyboard, oh, that that too, but everyone yeah. learns how to play the... Um, the recordian? The recorder. Recorder, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the recordian. The recordian. <laughs> but I never, I don't that. remember ever playing the, the recorder. Oh, you don't? I got to no. play it, like, I don't know, for like a week in music class in elementary school or something. Okay. They had ones that I think they probably just passed around the room and we all just licked each other's slime off of them like yeah. little elementary kids uh, do. <laughs> as you do, yeah. As, as you do. We were young. But it wasn't long enough to like, I think... I think I do remember taking it home overnight, you know, huh. kind of thing. Like, it was sort mm-hmm. of like that, but we didn't really learn anything. Yeah. Speaking of not learning anything, <laughs> that brings us to <laughs> Season 3, Episode 9 of The Office. The episode is called The Convict. And I forgot to look up when it aired. Originally on... Oh, November 30th, 2006. And this episode was actually written by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, who were mm. the co-creators of the show. Oh. The British that... version, I guess. Oh, of the, they're the co-creators of the British version. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and then I guess also the American version. Uh, well, they <laughs> However that works. do a stand-up job. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's got Prison Mike in it, so there are it some... Fun but, parts of the episode. But, but do you know what other episode that they co-wrote for this? What? Only one, and it was the pilot. So. Oh, oh. so they didn't have a whole lot of good practice yeah. writing for right. the show. I wonder if there's maybe there's an episode. I haven't seen the British Office, but I wonder if there's an episode that's exactly like this, and they just copied it again. Maybe. Because <laughs> the because the pilot is basically a, a scene for scene copy, you know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. This one. Yeah, I mean there was there was some good parts to it, but it just yeah. wasn't wasn't a wonderful episode overall. Right. Like the I was expecting more for, you know, mid third season. Yeah. Right. Well, cuz season 3 so far has been pretty yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, you know, fours and fives kind yeah. of range for ratings, yeah. you know, we've been enjoying them. Yeah, and suddenly it's kind of like boops. Just kind of like here's this for this week, Here's we're this just going to fill this in right. really quick. And then... They're basically like, we need to knock off more people from this <laughs> transfer. Yeah, we need we need a way to get rid of somebody else because we don't actually want to keep all these annoying people on board. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, this one, like the cold open for this is pretty ridiculous, but shows Michael's absurdity in a very tangent way. Or not tangent, but what's the word? Um... I forget. But anyway. What was the uh, cold open? With Michael and the baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that, okay. That mom is so annoying. She is. Oh, I don't God, like Hannah. But that why kid, did he go under the that, desk? That kid is going to grow up to be a serial killer. <laughs> I don't know why he went like, under there, the desk. There wasn't like like a car seat or anything underneath there. Right. I, I, but I, just I, like, to, Go ahead. I did some research on the episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I looked up uh, on uh, Dunderpedia or whatever, and uh, it's, I think it's based on a scene from this movie called uh, Look Who's Talking To. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Maybe that's where them. it's from. I don't know. Oh. Could be, yeah. But I he's just like, down there crying. I, I was just, like, from. staring at him, like, <laughs> yeah. why is he 
doing? Well, I just love that he walks up to her and he's like, may I? It goes right (laughs) under the desk. Yeah, but like that part was funny because he was like, oh, so cute. May I? And you're like, it's clearly implied that he wants to hold the baby. Yeah. But then he doesn't, you know. He wants to hold the pipe. Can I say, though, that like with (laughs) Hannah in this scene, the thing that annoys me most is that like the opening thing when Pam comes up and she's like, oh, she's so cute. Like, I understand that, like, I am all for changing it up and not forcing, you know, babies, male babies into blue and female babies right. into pink. Like, I'm fine. But to to be really offended when someone comes up in <clears throat> and when society dictates that pink is female yeah. and blue is male and then be really pissed about it is kind of absurd to me. I know. If I ever had a baby, I would, which I won't. But Good. if I ever had, my plan was to do the nursery <laughs> in, like, the Wind in the Willows themes with, yeah. like, yellow and green color oh. schemes. Yeah. And browns. Mm. Right. Natural Very nature Yeah. But then I don't want children. So Good. somebody else out there, take my right. idea. <laughs> and have, like, it... a, a custom mural painted on your wall of the Wind in the Willows. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, somebody out there should be doing it. But yeah, maybe so. I'll do that for my for my dog someday. Aww. I'll have a dog room. Your dog? Yeah, our dog. Our dogs. <laughs> our puppies. There you go. Although I have decided too with the dogs, I don't think I want to get a puppy. I want to get older dogs Aww. that yeah. nobody else wants from the shelter and just adopt like all of them. Yeah, that's what I would be tempted to do if I can ever get a cat again. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Although kittens are so cute. I know. But they are. <laughs> but like. I feel like it would just be so much more rewarding to adopt yeah. like two, like a seven and a eight year old dog that, you know, have been in the shelter for most of their life and nobody wants them. And then you take no, them home so. and you love them. Yeah. And I know you have to deal with like them dying more frequently if you're getting them when they're older and they're <laughs> oh, going yeah, to die that. faster. But right. you get to love so many more dogs Aww. that way too. That's true. That's true. There was that, um, that thing on um, Ron's wall. Like yes, every dog yeah, that yeah. I have is like has a part of my heart or something. There's um, Ron Weasley. No. Yep, Ron Weasley. No, my my parents' neighbor, um, hmm. Ron. He we stayed at their cabin a couple or his cabin a couple of times when we were home visiting, and he has this really beautiful quote on his wall about how like every time like he he's loved so many dogs throughout his life and every time one of them dies they take mm-hmm. a little piece of his heart with them Aww. but they leave behind a little piece of theirs and his goal Aww. one day is to have his heart be completely filled with dogs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was but it, i mean it was said a lot sweeter than that yeah. but it was such a cute way of looking at it you know yeah, and that then he cute. would be as happy and as loving as a dog is kind of yeah oh that is cute so, yeah. Cool. But, um, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. The rest of this episode is basically split between all the things happening with Martin and then the prank with Jim uh, and Karen. Yeah. Well, the prank was more fun to me to watch than yeah. anything happened with Michael. Yeah. So. I have to say that this might be one of my favorite Jim pranks. Mm. Like, <laughs> I love that he pranks Pam in that way because yeah. I think it shows that he still cares about her, you know, because, like, he's obviously not trying to set her up with Andy. Like, that's <laughs> not what's happening here. Right. So he still has feelings for her, and he, this is, like, a way he can express them, you right. know? Right, and clearly he knows, like, he knows her basically inside and out. Like, yes. she knows everything that, he knows everything that she doesn't like and, and shows that, and, like, immediately she knows 
after Andy like goes on that explosive <laughs> thing about including all of the elements in there. She just gives him a look. And I love his slow turn with his like hand on his oh. chin and like looks at her. <laughs> That's his like the best gym thing. It is. So it's so good. That one and, and the one at the very end of the episode. <laughs> the yeah. last scene in the episode is like a classic goofy gym face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's so funny. I do think it was um there's like one point where Karen like wants to yeah. get in on the prank and you can tell like Jim doesn't want to prank mm-hmm. Pam with Karen. Right. Yeah. yeah like he's fine like... with pranking somebody else with Karen, but he doesn't want to prank Pam with Karen. Right. Like that's opening up a part of his personal life that he's not ready right. to share with her. Yep. Yeah, which doesn't bode well for their relationship but well no but that's because pam and jim are meant to be together right (laughs) i do feel bad for karen though like i really think that karen is is like a good person and oh yeah pam wasn't in existence she'd be fine karen's like one of the most normal characters yeah she's like normal than jim and pam oh for sure more normal than Jim oh, and Pam. You know? yeah. And they're supposed to be the normal ones. <laughs> no, yeah. Karen's very just like your normal woman. Yeah. And just <laughs> there's nothing standard wrong issue with that. Woman. There's nothing wrong with the fact that she doesn't have some weird quirks, but maybe she right. should. I do, I do like that later, we're getting to the point where Pam is going to get more of a backbone when she starts uh, seeing Roy again. Because she's mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't, this can't happen again, blah, blah, blah. So she she's getting to a point where she's, like, more independent, I think. But then that's going to change when she's with Jim. But, you know. Well, does it, though? Kind of. I don't know. Not <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Well, when she's she with Jim, of... it's it's more, like, back to their old pranky ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that's kind of, like, the essence of the office in a way but yeah i mean and their relationship takes a hit when she starts having kids but that just yeah goes to show and that he's you shouldn't have kids <laughs> exactly <laughs> it or ruins you shouldn't... relationships right or you well yeah it also shows the the difficulty of like long-term or long-term long-distance relationships mm-hmm. but even before um, that point like their relationships kind of start to go downhill after yeah. she has the first kid you know yeah i don't know Maybe I just we'll don't get like there. kids. Maybe. <laughs> Tainted <laughs> by the hatred of children. <laughs> we'll just get the there. hatred of the thought of having children. Like, other oh, people's oh, kids sure. are fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I do think that it's very weird before all of this stuff happens that Andy just calls Jim and he's like, I'm feeling very horny or something. <laughs> and Jim's just oh, like, I'm oh, horny. <laughs> nothing I can do about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, who calls their quote friend to tell them that they're really horny i find that very weird andy andy is the guy who would do that so, it sounds I like guess. something he learned in college like that's oh, behavior he learned from his frat buddies well, he never really grew out of being in college yeah, like exactly. he is still a frat brother at cornell yeah like, yes, that is, is his mindset so it makes sense that he would add here comes that trouble yeah here comes trouble but um yeah i think so also weird. he thought it was like a a good segue into asking about the women in the office. <laughs> right. Like, because he wants to bring that up with Jim. <laughs> Who can I have sex with? Right. How about Kelly? <laughs> she seems loose in whatever he says about right. her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how, like, all of this, like, being with Ryan doesn't phase him, but as soon as Jim's like, yeah, she's high maintenance, he's like, next. Next. Uh, 
and then wants to be with Angela, and Jim's just like, that'll be fun for no one. <laughs> Which <laughs> Although, is harsh. ironically. Right. Foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, yeah, they get together for a they hot do, minute. For, a, for, like, a long minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for a long oh, minute. Oh, yeah. she's only doing <laughs> she it. She proposes to her. <laughs> yeah, but then she's only doing it to, like, get it Dwight. Oh, yeah. Right. At no point does she have an actual interest in him. What is happening over there? I got this. <laughs> you can just cut yeah. all that out too of me rattling pens and Subi blowing his nose. There you go. We're yeah. gonna make this episode more difficult for you to edit. You said Clearly. it was too easy, so we want to make it more challenging. There you go. But yeah, I think like in terms of that storyline, that's pretty much it. We have yeah. the falsetto and guitar at the end. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, banjo. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a fun prank, and I do enjoy that interaction with Jim yeah. and Pam throughout the episode. It kind episode. of saved, yeah, saved part of the episode. Kind of saved the whole episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then we have, then we have Michael, you know, yeah. ruining everything right. in the other corner of the <laughs> office as normal. So I would like to know if... It's actually, because as soon as they get the rebate check, they call Jan and are like, what's going on? And she tells them that it's for a convict. Is she legally like allowed to tell them which employee is a former convict? I feel like probably she would be allowed to talk with HR and management about it. But I right. don't know that Angela and Kevin would have been privy to that information. Right. It seems very inappropriate. It's yeah, like that's that probably would have been something that only like I'm picturing like Jan and Toby discussing kind of thing right. and not telling Michael because he would never have been able to keep it a secret. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what happened, clearly. Or maybe Jan seemed pretty distracted on the phone, so maybe she was just like, oh, it's Martin <laughs> McFly or whatever. <laughs> Martin is. McFly. Martin McFly. Yeah, I forget his last Oh, Nash. Martin Nash. But it well, is kind of weird. Somebody missed my Back to the Future reference. But I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. Okay. It's interesting how Angela's last name is Martin, and she's like oh. doesn't like Martin. That's and, true. And I love that. Like uh, when uh, Michael asks if anyone has any concerns about yeah. uh, Martin, <laughs> and Angela goes into full sarcastic mode, and it just completely backfires. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's just it. like, "Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> We're right. all in agreement here." She's just <laughs> looking at Pam like, "What? What?" <laughs> Although, no, then so again, funny. like, I feel like Angela should have known that Michael wouldn't have got what she was saying. Because Michael's <laughs> oh, not absolutely. good. Michael's not good at reading people. <laughs> no, clearly not. Uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. I, th- I do like, though, how, and I was kind of surprised that Michael really goes into, like, a very defensive and PC viewpoint on, like, you know approaching the idea that like you know we shouldn't judge martin immediately because not all black people are criminals and i'm like that's good like i'm glad that he's actually saying this Um, yeah it's what call it woke michael yes he is quite woke at the (laughs) moment um the funny thing is like when we started watching this episode i couldn't remember which like of the people from stanford was actually the criminal and uh, in my mind the way i was picturing it probably playing out was that it would be somebody like hannah or andy (laughs) but michael would automatically assume that it was martin like that was how i figured like and then he was gonna make like oh you know some big racist deal out of it but it was like the exact opposite of right which was weird (laughs) i really i really was surprised and also happy about that um 
I do like, though, when Kevin suggests him, when they're just naming all the people, and Kevin's like, oh, maybe it's Martin. And he's just like, oh, racist. And he's like, why? Because you think he's black. And he's just like, he <laughs> you is. Think he's black. <laughs> he is black. Oh, man. But that whole thing, like, just spirals out of control. Although it's, like, yeah. That didn't work. <laughs> As it's predicted, like, Mart- uh, Martin, uh, Michael can't hold on to that for more than, like, 10 minutes until he announces it to the entire office. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's like, I trust him completely, and then starts naming, like, some fictional black folks that he really appreciates. <laughs> well, and it's like, some, you know, I realize that many of you have heard by now that, you know, Martin's had some run-ins with the law. But the only people in that room were Angela and Kevin. They were the only two who knew. The rest of the office right. did not know. Well, I guess Michael told Dwight, but Dwight wouldn't have known right. otherwise. And Dwight nearly ran into there anyway. I know. Dwight's reaction surprised me. Well, he is volunteer oh. sheriff, right? Or did, yeah, he, did but... he already give that up for his peacup? I can't remember. He did. Yeah, yeah, he, he did yeah. give that up for his peacup, yes. Um <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just res- expected him to be, like, suspicious of the guy, but not, right. like, try to attack him. I think right. that had more to do with the fact that Angela was sitting near him, and he was, like, being protective of her. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of, yeah. Because it just seemed like an overreaction to be like, what are you going to do when you get in there? Beat him up because he used to be in jail? Like, right. <laughs> what is your objective there? <laughs> to run at him for doing nothing illegal at right. the time. <laughs> right. It is kind of funny when, like, he's finally opening up about why he was in jail and stuff. We find out it's for insider trading. <laughs> and there's that talking head scene with Kevin who's just like, um, I asked him to explain it a couple times because I'm pretty sure I'm doing it. That's so funny. I mean, I want to assume that it's just because Kevin doesn't understand what he's actually doing. Right. And, you know, he's not actually insider trading. He just assumes everything with numbers is the same thing. It could be, yeah. Maybe he's just thinking, like, accounting is insider trading. Right, like, oh. right. Although he does, like... Because insider trading... Out... Go ahead. I was going to say, what, what um, Martin was probably doing was, like, just adjusting the books incorrectly you know was yeah. kind of probably what his job was basically. embezzling yeah. yeah so like that's kind of like kevin's like well that's what i do but kevin's doing it the legal way right we do find <laughs> out later though that kevin like it was never a good accountant to begin with and like would just balance the books with like his what did he call his number like a squidgen or something random yeah, whenever it doesn't work, I just add a squidgen to it, and then it balances out. I don't remember if that's the actual name, but I don't remember either. But he definitely had a character because somebody asks him asks him at one point like, "What is this character?" And he's like, "Oh, that's a squidgem or whatever." And then yeah. he explains like, whenever they don't balance out equally, I add squidgem to it or subtract it, and right. then it works. <laughs> So who knows how much money the company actually lost. Or or gained. Who knows? <laughs> I could see, like, Creed also embezzling money. Oh, I am oh, 100% yes. sure <laughs> that Creed is definitely stealing from Dunder Mifflin somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and in more than, like, the obvious ways where he, like, right. sells off everybody's supplies. <laughs> right. And they learn that the All company's right. going under. Creed, Creed in this episode. Like, every scene he yeah. is in, he just steals the whole scene with that baby oh my god he's so yeah. funny the chain of paper clips <laughs> yeah. oh and he's like oh you can't give paper clips to a baby and he's like oh it's okay i've got tons of them <laughs> <laughs> just oblivious to the actual concern i know it's so good and karen's just like 
What? <clears throat> yeah. I guess, like, then we have Michael trying to, like, turn everything, to be like, you, oh, you all think that, like, oh, because M Martin is telling them how, not how great prison was, but kind of how at least decent and livable it was. Right, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's like a so white-collar prison. That's probably, it seems yeah. it, yeah. And so Michael like gets... they call it. I don't know that Martin's experience in prison is everybody's experience in prison. Right. But... But, but yeah, so it's it's funny to see then Michael get really all bent out of shape about it and trying to turn the office into into um, a prison, basically. He's like, what are you going to do and have outside time? And it's like no. freezing cold. I like when he walks out of his office and he just says, I'm instituting some changes to make this place more like prison. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jim's face is just like, oh, God. <laughs> right. Okay, it's happening. I do like Michael trying to pump some iron in the... While he's outside, though. With his two and a half pounds. Right, like, what is that, five? Nope, two and a half. <laughs> like, what does Not going mean? for weight, I'm going for repetition. <laughs> Trying to get toned. Oh, man. But, yeah, all those little things are kind of ridiculous, and that leads us to the point where, like, he's locking everyone. Oh, no, well, yes, we have prison Mike. We have basically. prison Mike first, yeah. yes. And I love that Angela calls him out immediately when he turns around with the bandana on. She's like, are we really exposed to, like believe that you're a new person and then he, he tells gets, her he's gonna knock her against the wall and I calls know, her a, he gets a little creepy and aggressive there yeah. and dwight is super defensive of her he's like not hey. cool prison mike <laughs> keep it in your pants Seriously. although he definitely gets more aroused by the thought of ryan than angela yes he does <laughs> we clearly see that that has not fallen out of his mind when he's I like you would have been someone's bitch Clearly, Michael ben still wants to have sex ball. with Ryan. The bell of the <laughs> Oh my god, it's so awkward. And Ryan's just like, "Can we not, please?" <laughs> please no. But the the one I, in my opinion, the best part about Prison Mike is like when he starts really getting into it. Stanley puts down his crossword puzzle and like leans forward in his chair and starts like really looking at Michael. <laughs> like, oh, is this like, when he like screams he's... at Phyllis to, that he's going to scare her straight? I don't know. I can't remember like at, like what point it was, but like Stanley is like, whoa, I got to see what's going to happen here. <laughs> and he puts down his crossword puzzle over it. That's a rare occasion. You know, know something's up. Yeah, it's so silly, the whole thing. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really understand why Michael got so bent out of shape about prison not being terrible. And I don't well, really it was because this. everyone was saying that, like, they were saying that it was so great yeah. and he was worried that they liked prison better than Dunder Mifflin. But, like, if he really thought about that for two seconds, wouldn't it be obvious that that was not the case? Right. And, well, it, yeah, it surprisingly it. takes Toby to point it out. I know, Toby. <laughs> After he's locked them in the thing. And I think, yeah. is it Pam that calls Toby? It's like, yeah. Pam. And Toby's, and Toby's like, like, oh, where are you, where are you? hey, Pam. Where yes, he rushes to Pam's aid. I think Pam and Toby would have made such a great couple. Really? I think they would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. They would have been boring as shit. Well, yeah, yes. But happy. But she's happy with Ugh. Jim. She is. But she does <laughs> say later that she thought always thought Toby was cute. So. Well takes more than that and instead she really like you know makes him feel uncomfortable and he runs and becomes the scranton strangler yeah <laughs> yep that's how it happens <laughs> that's his fate although it is it is it was interesting to see how open michael was to like accepting the explanation of toby yeah that surprised me that he was so yeah. willing to like listen to toby because normally he just shuts him down <laughs> 
Yeah. But maybe it was out. just because Toby actually said what Michael wanted to hear was like, right. oh, they're just they're just having fun. They're just teasing you, you know? Like He's like, Oh, teasing. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like totally fine with it. And everybody walks out of the office all like queerly visibly annoyed. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. I do like we didn't mention I think we were talking about this beforehand, but like the Harry Potter references when he's like, <laughs> What did I hate most? The Dementors. Like what? They would fly down and suck your soul out. Uh, The Dementors from Harry Potter? No, there's no Harry Potter in prison. No movies in prison. No, just sex with all of the people. Yeah. Inmates and guards. Yeah. Oh my god. And then Martin leaves. No. Oh yeah, he's like, yep. I I I see where this is gonna go. (laughs) Right. Like clearly. Clearly, I should just move back to Stanford and look for a different job. Right. So oh, now well. we only have is it just Hannah left that we have to get rid of? Just uh, Hannah. Yeah. yeah. Well Andy will leave soon for a different reason. Um Oh yeah. Wait, Andy leaves? Yeah. He like, punches the wall, right? Oh, but he comes back. He does. He does. Yeah. Um yeah, Hannah's the only one left that leaves, I think. And then Karen eventually too, but oh, Karen's yeah. the Oh Karen. yeah, Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen I call her. Hannah Karen. is not Hannah's the non-important one that leaves. Yeah. Is there like... Well, it doesn't matter. Never mind. (laughs) I think that's everything from the episode. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. The episode closes on the best gym face ever. (laughs) It does. Aw. Do you guys have um, any remaining quotes that you want to talk about? I said Breasts! I know. That was mine, too. You know where milk comes from? Breasts. Breasts. (laughs) That's so funny. Even I though said, it has my most hated consonant cluster at the end. Sts. Like December sts. Wasps. Wasps. Breasts. <laughs> anyway, I don't think I have any other quotes. I said all of mine. Oh, I, when Michael's talking about, like, imagine this person. They're just talking normal, like, saying stuff like, yo, that's shizzle. <laughs> Who are you picturing? <laughs> nope, it was a white woman. <laughs> I think, what? Yeah. Cool. Can we move on to trivia next? Sure. Right. Do you have any? I do. I have two. Okay. My first one is what program did the check that they received at the beginning of the episode come from? The Federal Work Opportunity Program. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That was one of mine. Check. Ah, well, maybe you have this one as well. Oh, no. Okay. What did Andy say to Pam in Pig Latin? Oh, I actually saw this on the Dunderpedia, but I don't remember what it was. Like, what do you think of that or something? Yeah, he says, what do you think, Pam? Oh, what do you think, Pam? <laughs> he also calls her Pamela Emma Ding Dong, <laughs> which we used a long time ago when we when we played our um, The Office Mad Libs. <laughs> Pamela Emma Ding Dong. Pamela Emma Ding Dong. Um, Pig Latin is r- ridiculous. It's I remember such that. a dumb language. I remember in fourth grade, people were really obsessed with it. They were like, oh, you don't know Pig Latin? And I'm like, what the hell is that? Pig Latin. Addison May. Yep. Ubi say. <laughs> Amy J. Amy J. Ethany Bay. Justin <laughs> J. Yeah. Anyway. It's, a, it's dumb. <laughs> it is very dumb. 
Cool. Do you have any other questions? I don't. Do you? All right. I do have some. Not you, Subi. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I, Again, I forgot trivia was a thing. You're all out of trivia? Um, yeah. I have <laughs> yep. one or two. How much does Angela say she weighs? 90 pounds. 90 pounds, which is, like, ridiculous. I think I my like, niece weighs 90 pounds. I feel like Angela might actually weigh 90 pounds. She's it's pretty possible. tiny. Yeah, she's a very small woman. Um, and when Dwight is giving his rant about how, like, race isn't bad, uh, he doesn't see race, basically. He just thinks criminals are bad. What races, quotes, does he, or ethnicities, does he name? White. Black. Black. Asian. Uh-huh. German. Yep. Some sort of halvesies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. And my last one is how many, uh, for how many minutes were the people outside during their outside time, their outdoors 30 time? minutes? Like about a half an hour, I think, because he says you have like a half an hour left, right? Yeah. It was exactly 33 minutes. Mm. Yep. He says you have, a, you have about 27 minutes left. Oh, oh, okay. It's like, how do you know that? I was timing it. No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. That's all of my trivia. What about Dundees? Any Dundees we'd like to check at, folks? I'm going to give the best prankster Dundee to Jim for (laughs) the prank that he pulls on Pam, because it is one of my favorites. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll give it. Oh, uh, I'll give a Dundee to Andy for sweeping Pam off her foot. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the exact opposite. Um, let's see. Oh. I'm going to give the reasonable person Dundee to Toby because he talks sense into Michael. It'd be like the one. miracle Dundee. It should be the the one time the one time only Dundee. Yeah. Um, cool. That leads us to ratings, I guess. How are you feeling about this episode? Jamie, how are you feeling about this episode? Let's see. So it was like the whole, yeah, the trick, not the trick, the prank stuff was pretty funny. We do have Creed with paper clips. Um, but the whole, re- and Kevin embezzling is funny. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go and give it just a three- a three paperclip chains out of five. <laughs> yeah, could be better. I'm I'm giving it a little bit lower than that. Um, two point five out of five banjos. <laughs> um, I just I didn't love it. Like there was very little that I even wrote down when we were going yeah. over it. I didn't have a lot of quotes. There wasn't a lot of times where I laughed out loud during the episode. <laughs> you know, right, it just yeah. wasn't. I mean, it was okay. You know, it just wasn't. It wasn't a season three right. worthy I agree. episode. Yeah. I agree. With the rest of the season, it's like surprisingly dull. Like if, if this episode had been in season one, it probably would have been yeah. like the best episode. <laughs> right. But because it's in season three, it just seems like, I don't know. Right. I liked Prison Mike and I liked the prank a lot, but it was just kind of dull. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty middle of the road episode too. Um, not Nothing special. I'll give it a... Three bell of the balls out of five. <laughs> um, so that brings our official podcast rating to two point eight three repeating. Okay. 
and we will we'll say 2.3 bellow de ball paperclip chain banjos <laughs> there you go <laughs> boy that's all like some kind of horrifying sex act <laughs> <laughs> paperclip chain uh. banjos so that's the end of our episode discussion. So thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to, you can hit us up on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST or feel free to send us an email, threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. And that brings us to what, Madison? Threat Level Podcast <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> so what kind of things have you guys been listening to, watching, reading, checking out lately? Well, this last week? Jamie, I am yes. very sorry to say that I live a boring life and oh. I haven't done anything new or seen anything new did you or read anything watch, new. <laughs> did you watch Black Mirror Season 4? We did watch all of it, but I shouted it out last week. You could you shout did. it out again. Did you have any okay. a, a specific episodes without bringing any spoilers <laughs> in that you liked? Um, I My favorite episode from this season was definitely the last episode. I thought yeah. that was so twisted right it was so twisted and so good. oh my god yeah. and like it... just wanted to interject real quick and say that the next two minutes or so are a bit of a spoilery discussion of season four of black mirror so if you don't want to hear any of that go ahead and skip the next two minutes and around 46 45 or so we should be back to a discussion of other shout outs it was twisted and it was sad and it was dark, but it kind of it ended as happily as it could because it takes <laughs> yeah. the teddy bear and leaves, you know. Yes. And it was... I know. I, I really liked that detail that she took the teddy bear with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Because I think that was that was definitely, and she had the bear there watching her, you know, what she was doing yeah. at the end. Um, and I don't think that the teddy bear was anything she anticipated coming across when she right. went there, you know. So that was just like, well, I can't leave this behind, you know. Right. No, that was a very cool thing cool thing that she did Subi yeah, actually but... predicted the end he he thought oh, really? that was what was gonna happen so that was yeah. kind of cool i was i started to wonder like as they got more into it and she seemed like more emotionally like troubled i thought that was what See, was i didn't she seemed to be like up to something like from the very <laughs> yeah. beginning like he... i didn't get that vibe from her i yeah. mean i know you did because you thought right away with the water something funky was up with that but yeah I don't know. I didn't get that vibe from her. And I mean, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I kind of thought he was going to do something to her and turn her right. into one of his exhibits was kind of how I was thinking yeah. it that was, was That was my initial thought, too, when, when she first went in there. But, yeah. I really... I was trying to think of, like, another episode in that's in that in season four that I really liked as well. I, I think I really liked uh, the fifth episode, the one with the apocalypse. The yeah. The black and white one. Like, yeah. that episode was kind of subpar until like the last shot where right. you see like what the what the item the they item looking in the for box. is and that yeah. just like because before that i was like oh but this season they're they're, ge- they're getting a little soft you know yeah. a little sentimental but man that's bleak that is yeah. so bleak. that you would be willing to like three people literally died trying to get a box of teddy bears for a right. child oh, so spoil, spoil her <laughs> for oh, yeah. a child Spoiler. who is it's like uh, that's all the there's left. Sorry, yeah, you can cut that out if you don't sad. want to spoil the episode. Sorry about yeah, that. But. That's all right. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, I'll go ahead and shout out something then. Um, so this, a couple days ago, I guess, or maybe it was New Year's, I can't remember, but season three of Lovesick, um, also known as Scroto Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I've only watched the first episode, though. And it is good. Yeah? <clears throat> yes. I was very happy with the way that season three ended finally. Do you think good. that um, season three is going to be the last season? 
I could see that happening, yeah. 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 Because okay. it, 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 it is a British show, so they uh, kind of tend to run short, too. <laughs> right. And it kind of wraps things up as much as you can expect it to be wrapped up, I think. But then again, sometimes seasons have a, have a way of, like, going on forever, when, yeah. needlessly. But if this were the last season, I'd be happy. Well, I guess I can kind of anticipate how it ends then. <laughs> maybe. 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 Um, I've only watched yeah. the first episode of it. And I'm having trouble because it's been so long since I watched the first two seasons that I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> but oh, it's sort yeah. of like coming back to me a little bit. Yeah. We can watch it together. Well, if you yeah, watch the last episode. Yeah, hasn't watched of... it at all, so oh, I can really? watch it with him. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Then I would watch the whole thing because I, I love that show. I really do. It is. And it's, it's short, show. too. So. Yeah, and they're it's... just like little 20 minute episodes, yeah. so you can fit them in easily. And like cool. fewer than ten per season, I think, or maybe ten, twelve. I can't remember. Not yeah, too many. They're not super long seasons. Yeah. But yeah, so check that out. It's a Netflix original, so you can check it out there. Check it out on Netflix. Netflix, our sponsor. No, not really. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Netflix, if you're listening. Yes, please. We will sponsor. shout out your shows every single episode. <laughs> right, I'm pretty sure like half of mine are. They say all, we like... already kind of do. <laughs> right, Netflix, you need us more than we need you. Okay, yes. so, come on. <laughs> and then we, we have lost. like two and a half listeners. <laughs> right. Half what about you, Subi? Do you have anything to shout out this time? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, previously, I shouted out this podcast called uh, Reply All. Uh huh. Um, and. It's a good podcast. It deals with uh, technology, yeah, kind of like um, Black Mirror. It uh-huh. deals with um, technology and uh, the internet. And some of the episodes are kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> they're like kind of hit, hit or miss. But um, they did this one episode recently called uh, The Prophet. Okay. And uh, it, it deals with um, street harassment in Mexico, oh. uh, a conspiracy theory, and it, like, and like, internet trolling which is okay. something i find so interesting you know it provides such a like a a window into the dark side of humanity you know cool so, and yeah it's, it's a it's a oh. go ahead uh, yeah sorry uh yeah it's it's a really good episode and um yeah it's cool. the the profit from the reply all podcast and awesome. like most of the episodes are pretty good too for that podcast and how long are the episodes typically uh yeah, 30 to 40 minutes okay so pretty doable. They're not like is. Dan Carlin's hardcore history where it's like a six hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there are those are some things you guys can check out while you're waiting for the next episode. Uh, next time we'll be doing season three, episode 10, which is a Benihana Christmas. A bit late since it's already in July or January. Yes, I mean. We, we <laughs> didn't time July. this great. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, so... Uh, don't forget that you can hit us up on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST. Send us an email, threadlepodcast at gmail.com. And you will hear more of us next week. Bye. 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 Bye.